and welcome to the Money Magic Podcast with Pangile Makwakwa. This is the podcast where we talk about trauma and how it affects our finances and our lives. I help women of color unlock ancestral wisdom so they can fall in love with their bank accounts, increase income, and live their best lives. This podcast was birthed when I started having conversations with private clients and students in my online courses about the remarkable shifts they'd had in their finances and started receiving feedback and updates from people on how these conversations were helping them understand their family dynamics and financial behavior. I've seen how unlocking ancestral wisdom has helped me pay off $60,000 in debt, buy property, launch and grow my company Wealthy Money into a six-figure business in US dollars as I travel and live in various countries on the globe. I've lived in over eight countries and traveled to many more as I built this company. My intention with this podcast is to provide you with weekly episodes that help you understand the importance of healing and help you understand your relationship with money better so you can start making different financial decisions and creating a life you love for yourself and future generations. So without further ado, let's get started and dive into this week's episode. I could see. Hey guys, welcome to the Money Magic uh, series. I was just saying, I could see that Mati and I were going to the juicy part around ease. So I wanted us not to put that off the recording. So if you've just joined, my name is Vangile Makwakwa and I am the host of the Money Magic series. I am the of Wealthy Money, where I teach people heal ancestral money trauma for money magic students on the experience around money, money trauma, their money shifts. And my guest today is Matia. Hi, Matia. Hi, Hi, Ben's tribe. How are you? (laughs) Otherwise known as the wealthy ones and the money magicians. (laughs) I'm good. Good to see you. Nice to see you too. So, who are you? What do you do? Tell us. <laughs> We're excited to hear. <laughs> Man, that is a question for the interview. Tell us about you. Uh, my name is Matsie Moji. I'm from Tabanchu in the Free State. I work in Houting. I'm a lawyer by training, but currently my permanent job, I train lawyers. I'm a law law lecturer. So I'm the one who is training future lawyers and that you will meet sometimes. I've trained many. I've been in the space for 15 years. Wow. Of course. (laughs) Wow. So um, do you train corporate lawyers, criminal lawyers? I'm just asking for myself. You never know one day. One might need a different type of lawyer to a convincing attorney. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, my, my, my calling is very boring. I'm, I'm more into practical stuff. I'm international human rights lawyer. 
So Whoa. anything that has to do with violation of human rights in international, regional, domestic law, but I'm more interested in issues of reproductive and sexual health. That's my area of speciality. Issues of gender and the law, but I'm also into local government and land. So that is my area. Wow. Uh, but I used to do delict, I used to do criminal law, I used to do constitutional law. But now my niche is international human rights law. But anything that has to do with gender, health, reproductive health, sexual health, all those ish, that's my area. I am in awe. That is so not boring. That is like so <laughs> it's important. It's, it's practical for me. I've worked with a number of NGOs in South Africa, in other SADC areas, in East Africa. So that's, that is what I've been doing. And I always regard my work as a calling because I'm more into seeing, you know, I don't like injustices. So yeah, I'm more into saving people who are suffering injustices, especially women and children. Yeah. Yeah. That's my specialization, Ben. Amazing. This is Thank absolutely you. incredible. Thank like you. I am blown away. This to me is the opposite of boring. It is the <laughs> most important topic. It is, as you said, practical, so necessary. And I think every woman can resonate with this because like reproductive rights, that's like literally it. You know, it is, so it is it is what I love most. And I remember a um, few years ago, when was it 2008, we're doing cases for women who were forcefully sterilized in SADC. Oh, so no. I have loved reproductive health, but I'm more now into academia teaching, but I also yeah. do a whole lot of NGO training and advisory. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Wow, this is incredible. Matia, you are incredible. See, this is why when Wazi is in the student group and asking you guys to please, please share, make yourself more visible, and we have that thread, I really, really want to challenge you this week to go and share this because this is so powerful. Like, and just that for us to know that you train lawyers, some of us are listening in on this and someone's like, maybe she knows a labor lawyer. Maybe she knows this lawyer. Maybe I can reach out to her. That is amazing. Wow. I know all types of lawyers. They are my friends. <laughs> so guys, whenever, whenever you need referrals, I'm the go-to guy. We want to <laughs> register property, shout. I'll refer. <laughs> labor, shout. I'll refer. I've got a number of mentees oh. that are doing, they're very great. They're doing wonderful things. They're more famous than I am. Wow. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's actually a Money Magic student that I have to refer to you because she asked me if we knew any labor lawyers. Hi, all. Like now I'm just going to connect you guys. This is incredible. Uh, Look at this. Yes. Oh, let me switch off my phone. Uh, uh, uh. Sorry. Let no, me switch so off my phone. I forgot. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. How do I switch off? Okay, <laughs> let me just put it on airplane. Right. Yeah. I'm back. Awesome. 
Great. Okay, so what does money mean to you? <laughs> if an alien arrived today and said, what is money? How would you explain it to them? Before 2017, <laughs> I will say something else. <laughs> now, what happened in 2017? What happened to you in 2017? To September 2017, <gasps> I will never ever in my entire life forget that day and bless god bless Liverpool. <laughs> to september 2017 yeah things happen i met vangile <laughs> i was reminding me so that when we were leaving actually i will look at the pictures and i will love hard when we were leaving at the apartheid museum, Mizo said, hey, I, think, I don't know where I packed my car because I'm so dizzy. <laughs> Inside the room, I think I hold it together, but I was okay. Outside, I was like, zun, 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 zun. what happened? <laughs> this is witchcraft. Me, my love is perfect. My love is okay. So before then, I wouldn't know how to, to define money. It was money, it's here, it's not here. It will um, bring some sort of uh, anxiety at times, at times mm. anger, at times frustration, at, you know, a number of things. Yeah. But you asked me if I were to describe money to an alien, what am I going to say? Money is a close friend to Mazi. Money is a lover. Money is a partner. Money is my confidante. I don't care who says why. <laughs> Me and money are emotionally connected. Like, mm. money is my friend. At yeah. work, they say, hey, when I write the challenge, the way you love money, and I'm like, of course. I do love money. Of course. I'm, I speak about money. I'm not shy. Obviously, there are in certain yeah. factors where people will think, are you bluffing or what's happening? <laughs> but I blend. Yeah. I just check the space. Yeah. And if I'm in a circle where people are scared to talk, I'm also not talking. But if you ask me, yeah. my, light, my eyes just light up. Like, yeah. money is my friend. I remember the other day I was listening to Kanyimbao. Kanyimba mm. was being interviewed by an LM daughter. But yeah. that was after I met you, I think. And then he said, yes. money recognizes me. Money is yeah. comfortable with me. When we are in a room, money can just point at me and say, come, let's have a conversation. And I believe that I'm in that space. I'm in that space when, you know, I shared with people, was it three weeks ago or so? I said, yeah. I've just... You know, I'm even specific. Initially, I wouldn't even talk about amounts. I said yeah. in a group that, yeah, you know what? I've just fetched 50,000. This is what I'm going to do about it. I wanted to pay my fees. I'm a PhD student at UCT. So that's yeah. what I said. I, that money is meant for, for this particular debt that I have. And then I said yeah. to you, next week or two weeks' time, I'm going to fetch another one. <laughs> <laughs> and oh I'm waiting God. for the results. I'm fetching my money on Thursday. I come back and report. It's my money there. <laughs> it's just waiting for me to come fetch. 
So, <laughs> so me and Manny. Oh my god! Oh my god! And thank I... you. <laughs> thank you. I love it. I love it. Um, actually, I wanted to talk about the story because. But you, you actually have a very, very funny relationship with the work, right? When you started the Money Magic work, you were like, witchcraft, <laughs> but not in that way, right? Not in like, this is terrible. You were like, yo, something is happening. Like, money is finding oh, yes. me going on. It's witchcraft. It's magic. <laughs> this is scary way. Like, <laughs> oh, then you don't know. You don't know like yeah. how to explain this, but money showed up and I <clears throat> I think you know I'm one of the people who are not active in the cause and because I lost no, my mom. You really are not. Year, <laughs> oh my condolences. <laughs> I lost my mom last year. My mom had been suffering from colon cancer and then I actually even stopped the work. Like yeah. I was going through some ish. Uh, but I was also sorting some things. But I know where to go. Like I read, I do my meditations. I read my lesson when and and Upel was shouting at me, saying, "But Sissy, you must contribute on the discussion because when we talk, we talk for hours. We'll talk wow. for hours." Yeah. And it was like, but when I'm like, no, 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 I'm slowly getting back. Then this is my. Yeah. I wanna show your people. This is my notebook. My many letters are here. My plans. Oh, I've got wow. three. The other wow. one is it's always in my bag. Like I know wow. what to do. It's just that yeah. I'm not consistent, which is what I need to work on. Yeah. But maybe we'll get to that as we go on. But yeah. Money is Matthias' friend. Can we just stop there? Money is <laughs> Matthias' partner. Nothing else. I love it. I really, really love it. So, well, um, when did you start suspecting? Maybe it came before the Apartheid Museum, maybe on the day of the Apartheid Museum. When did you start suspecting that uh, my relationship with money is a lot more than just uh, my budget and what's going on in the bank? I know I triggered a lot of people on that day. People never forgot that day. I was on something for sure. <laughs> I think you were. And if they're saying it's superficial work, I, I don't know what to say. And honestly speaking, my money story started then. Okay. I was just okay. And I was okay being okay with the bare minimum. You know, the yeah. bare minimum. <laughs> I was not yeah. a broke person, and I was listening yeah. to you the other day talking about being at minus. I've really never been at minus, but I haven't actually. You know, when you are at a plus, you keep on growing. But I was always yeah. at the plus. There was no growth, yeah. and I was not bothered. Uh, like, yeah. I'm okay. I'm living. Yeah. I was not yeah. thinking I had only one alternative stream of income in addition to my permanent work. Yeah. So I was... I thought I was good. Yeah. And then that day happened to September. I, I, I realized then, like, mm -mm, it can't be. You can't be on positive one for four years. You don't get to positive 10. No, something is wrong. That was it. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. you dismiss certain things. 
I don't know yeah. this Benji and then you know now I went to Facebook and then I googled and then yeah. just immediately then the bank account challenge happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that, that for you that was the start of your many issues. You didn't know your issues are many. Then what is happening day one? Are you know nothing? Look at your bank account. Just don't do anything 10 minutes and listen to it. I never paid attention to my breath, my breathing. I used to think it's normal. Even yeah. when we were saying that that particular day I will never I've done several bank accounts challenges after that, but that one yeah. that was yeah. you know the most definite I I showed up for the work every day I did everything yeah. and then just on the first day and then I realized mm. I am and but how I breathe is now different like, yeah 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 whatever yeah. second day headaches yeah uh, <laughs> at the beginning like there's witchcraft here <laughs> the witch There's no way I've been looking like you know we we believe we're looking at our bank accounts but we're we've yes. been browsing we browse yes. funny yes. enough yesterday I had lunch with a friend so we're speaking about spending because we're spending money we had lunch we haven't seen each other in a long time physically so he was telling me like every time it's friday saturday yeah. he just goes on and leaves his best yeah. time it's like Matthew, you know, and then I asked, like in passing, like, okay, when you do your budget and then you see that for a weekend you have spent seven thousand, it's like, Matthew, I don't look at my bank account. I don't. <laughs> and then I even said, I wish you had told me last week because there's this challenge yeah. that we've been doing. But he's a guy. He says, no, I. I know myself just die when I look and then I used to do that browse and like oh now I have 220 it will take me to you know man yeah. I'm fine I have my stuff so yeah things happened but we had Danny who is a guy Danny and Kanya they were right in there during the challenge Danny no, no, was sharing with us so guys do the challenge I'm saying you know with guys he just said to me He is aware he is aware that every weekend he just get careless with money. So he was yeah. telling me matter I get 50,000 in a weekend I can spend 15,000. And then I was asking him when you look at it your your bank statement when you do your budgeting is like why do I look at I don't look at my bank. <laughs> and then I'm like oh, my friend you must come here to you uh, because with this one I even printed i had you saying you had two i have four yeah. accounts for four different reasons i looked mm. at them and then i even checked you know we're in lockdown when right mm. and then yeah. there was no take away no uber eats no mr delivery so yeah. but the day they say now you could order my yeah. problem started again So I was looking at this like over over it over it over it like what did I do what happened guys so yeah. I, I'm I'm more aware now so yes everything started with the apartheid museum and then the bank account challenge and then I realized that I could make money 
but yeah. money will just disappear. And wow. I wouldn't even, you know, at the back of my mind say, no, this money, I invested it here. Or... And then mm-hmm. there'll be emergencies, not my emergencies anyway. Other people, yeah. like when money show up, somehow emergencies also show up. I'm not sure how this life thing works. You must tell us. Yeah. Every time you think you <laughs> save some money, something will come up. You wouldn't be hearing from anyone for a long time. The money set point. And then once now you have your 50,000 and we're thinking, no, now I can go to the village and buy something. Now you are told, hey, your brother here has these big problems. Yeah. Oh, the house is leaking like. And yeah. So I, I, I started looking at those things like, yeah. all right. And yeah. thanks to you, those things happen when we're doing the bank account challenge. Because yes. I remember for three months in a row, I would yes. check. Even like, I love Woolies food. Yeah. It's nice. I don't say we should deny ourselves beautiful things. But I could now tell, yeah. like, why am I going to Woolies to buy certain things? Mm. Yeah. Then, yeah. Sometimes you don't even eat them. Like, you, you, you're just mm. passing. Because you're passing a shop and then it's... So I was very, very, very conscious. I'm still very conscious. Yeah. I don't deprive myself, but yeah. I'm able to notice. That's why I could notice, like, uh, you know, lockdown and when we started ordering food now, I wasted yeah. money on takeaways, like... Yeah. You know, and you've been living just fine without the takeaways. And in fact, your body probably was thanking you. But then, like, lockdown ends, and then you go right back to it. I stopped cooking. I think I was just, you know, saying, hey, I've been cooking for so long. But then even mm. when I looked at it, like, really? So I was doing calculation, like, how do you spend this much on Uber Eats in mm. three weeks? It really didn't make sense. So yeah. I'm back there now when I'm assessing everything. But everything started then. That was the question. Yeah, yeah. I love that you're speaking about that because what we're seeing is that there are ebbs and flows. Sometimes, like, we do the work and it's all good. And then, like, we continue, things are good, and then something happens and we go right back. And I also wanted to say, so there's two things, right? First thing is when we have money and then, like, suddenly it's almost like, I always say it's almost like people can sense that, no, now you've got money. And then everybody starts messaging you and telling you about emergencies and things. And then now you're like, but how did you know I just got this money and I've got it planned for things, etc. And people were living just fine without that. But they could just sense, could you know, that day, this is the time to ask you, right? right? Because um, on a subconscious level, we all have a money set point. So we talk about this in the bank account challenge, right? That most of us have a money set point. If you want to know what your money set point is, look at your bank accounts, guys. Look at where you always go to, the number in your bank account. So mine, like Matthias says, it was always like negative. It's always overdraft, right? So then it became zero. Then it started growing. But you can shift that. But for most of us, it is so scary. There's a reason why we are at that set point. Because our entire nervous system is feeling scared. So you'll find yourself like, even though I earn more, suddenly the side hustle has made me more money. Like I've got an extra 50,000 rand 
And now it's just sitting in my bank account. Something will happen for you to get rid of it. You know, someone comes with a business opportunity to die for. Someone comes with oh, the story, this emergency, the gizabus, because your subconscious mind is trying to keep you safe. So if it's not other people, it will create an emergency in your space. And you may find that suddenly your car breaks down. Your car was fine, but suddenly you are okay financially. Your car now has issues galore, now, no end, no end in sight. That is part of how we get rid of money, right? It's these emergencies, and it just takes us right back to the money set point. So as we start to heal various aspects of whatever is causing this, because for each of us, there's very many different reasons. I could take a guess and say it's because we're not safe with money. For other people, it could be a vow of loyalty, a vow of rebellion, a this or that. There are a million and one different reasons why we all do this. So you have to do the work and figure out what your reason is. And as you start to heal that, you'll notice that there'll come days, even months will go by where there's just money chilling in your bank account. And then eventually a year and nobody, nothing is coming up, nothing is happening. And you're just like, okay, because now it's feeling safe. It's feeling okay. There's none of that drama anymore. So then you, this is how you start to surpass your money set point. That's yeah. so true. People <laughs> just can just smell when there's something extra. If it's yeah. my own emergency, sometimes, you know, I'm able to, to yeah. understand. But I think I've yeah. even come to a point where I would say, no, and not even feel bad. Like, mm. I don't have... Yeah. You wait yeah. until your month end, like initially, and that, that is actually even before I, I was doing yeah. it, like I was yeah. over generous. If, yeah. Uh, that's the word, like I yes. will feel, I will feel. Now I was telling somebody the other day, like, why are we not, why are we scared of downgrading if things are not um. working financial? I, I've done that very early in my life where I downgraded, yeah. I would move from a two-bedroom flat to a one-bedroom flat because I wanted mm. to save for a particular thing. But I've also yeah. realized that I've, I'm able to see when people just want to live their best lives at our expense. Mm. And I just say, no, I don't yeah. have. <laughs> Which is something yeah. it took me years to say no to people. Yeah. It took me years yeah. to say no. Same, same. Very, and very much so. Because yeah. I'm doing the work, I used to, yeah. to I, I always say that to my sister, like, yeah. I see my dad in me. My dad was just a giver. But I will yeah. even be proud and tell you that, no, you know, as long as I'm helping people, even if I don't have food, I'm thinking. And you, you think what? that is being generous. Yeah, my, my dad was a very generous person. Very generous. He'll tell you, wow. oh, no, no, you know, even if myself, I don't have food, but this poor girl or this poor guy or this poor, you know, wow. whoever will need something. And then I said, sometimes I see myself in him, in how I was yeah. generous. I had a very generous father. And mm. I also realized that was not generosity. If I knew the word, it then also I would have was stopped. not, right? That was not generosity. And that's. Not. 
But you know, we, we really praise people like that in our culture, actually in all cultures, when I'm honest. We praise those people. They will give you the shirt off their back, you know, so they'll stay freezing. That is so amazing. But then think about it. Like, I, it's one of the things that I had to realize. And I realized it from my mother, right? She was so generous to the point where she gave everything to her family, right? When it came, when she now had kids, her kids didn't even have money for school fees. In my teens, my mom could barely even afford to buy us food. You know, she gave and gave and gave. And then when she left the job because she didn't know how to say um, enough, then there was not even enough money to get us food through high school. My sister and I had to learn how to work, hustle, make things happen, etc. You know? Because like, and here's the thing, I don't blame the family so much, but what it is is that sometimes because we are so generous, we forget to look after ourselves. When the breadwinner ends up falling, up, falling on hard times because everybody else has been relying on them, they haven't had time to build themselves either. And then the one that was, has been building them has no more to give, right? Then everybody just like collapses. Because my mother didn't take time to look after herself, put into her investments, figure all that out. It was always other people, right? So even so, in the end, even when it came to the people that she was, my sister and I, that she was trying, that she'd worked so hard for, and she wanted to give a better life to, she couldn't. You know, she didn't have the resources and the means. So that is so, so important, is that that is the danger of overgiving. That is not generosity. You know, that's something else. It is not, but also because, and I, I learned later in life, but shortly before I met you, that sometimes you, you are doing that because of how people have depicted you as a hero, as, you know, yeah. Ah, Mati, Mati is such a lovely and kind person. And then we hold on to, you know, yeah. that fiction. And then we're thinking, you know, if I say no, Vangela is going to say no, I mean, one. Two, if yeah. I say no, people would say, oh, now since he has achieved one, two, three, she no longer has time for us. And yeah. those are things that we need to heal as society to say, you, you, you have to, and there's a saying that you can't, pour from an empty cup and I think we always yes. do. You give until you've got nothing to give. And yes. the, the, what, what I've seen with life is now when you don't have anything more to give, no one will be able to give you. You, you either suffer until the end sure. or until you are able yeah. to pick up yourself because sometimes life is not, what, what is the word? We always say, if you give, you receive. But I've seen people who were givers, but when life gave them or dared them a hard blow, yes. the people they were given to have moved on. They wouldn't even care. And I've seen it with my father as well. And um, yeah. hey, my sister is going to kill me. <laughs> my, my father <laughs> what, what's, <laughs> was giving. He was a giving person. Yeah. And then there comes a point yeah. in his life when he didn't have a job. Yeah. What happens when we didn't have a job? We suffered. And then yes. what were the people that he was always giving to? 
You know where to be yeah. found. In yeah. fact, family will always run away from you. So we'll yeah. sit there, my mom will make plans uh, to make sure that we are okay. But yeah. I think it's one of those traumas that you have uh, as you grow up and then you like, because now I look back because I also want yeah. to heal certain traumas to say, yeah. but where were these people? I remember we never had A, B, C, and D. And yeah. either my dad's siblings or family that he used to, to live for, they were there, they yeah. were working. They wouldn't even come to our house. They wouldn't yeah. even visit. They wouldn't even ask him, you guys, do you have A, B, C, and D? They would just mm. keep quiet. And then I, I started showing him these things to like, you see now, you're struggling alone. And then yes. it's, it, that, that's why sometimes I see myself when I resemble him and I'm like, no, go away. I don't want to be like you. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> and it's one yeah. of those things that um and that some of the traumas that I still have to work on and put yeah. some work on and heal because they come and they go. Sometimes you believe you're yeah. okay and you have moved on and then yes. something triggers, triggers those memories. And those memories were actually triggered as well. You know, with your work again, you see now we are all over the place. <laughs> no, try. It's not people understand. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know, with your work, you would be thinking this and then you end up going to other side. So my mom was <laughs> undergoing chemotherapy. I'm in Gauteng. Yeah. My mom is in the free state. So yeah. she's going every two weeks. I have a job and some other several things that I'm doing. Every two weeks, yeah. I have to go home. Yes. No cousin, no, you know, whoever would say, yeah. no, can we come and help you? Vanille, yeah. that year was one of the hardest years of my life. Yeah. Because I asked I my remember, mother, Susie. I like, remember. You were they're helping people. Whoever is getting married, you guys are going there. Whoever is, you know. But yeah. with one small thing, I have to, like, I even had to force myself either, you know, cut out some of my commitments just to travel home. And then it brought all those traumas. Like, where are the people actually when you need them? Because yeah. this woman, you might not even be doing it for me, but, but because yeah. I knew what my mom did for family. But she yeah. was all alone. She was all alone with yeah. her other sister. And I was like, life is damned. Eh? So, yeah. yeah. So, those so that happens a lot. Actually, I've heard so many people say that. I've seen it so often with my mom, with my uncle. I saw it and it just broke my heart. You know? It, it's, it happens a lot. You know? It does. It does. It does. And often, and it often happens to the people who are giving totally and completely from empty cups, like that they've given and given until there is nothing. So this is why I have become, this is why the work we do in the Money Magic Course is also about, please put yourself first, mm. you know? True. Put yourself first. True. Like, and also just like, also look after yourself financially. And also the other thing I will say about life that I have found is that I, I may give to one person and never get from that person. 
But sometimes life is kind and the universe is generous. And what I need comes from other people. So I've always said that I live on the kindness of strangers. I'm in a country right now where I have no family, right? I don't know a single person. I didn't know a single person before I came here in 2017. However, I've been here throughout COVID. I've lacked for nothing. I've wanted for nothing. I've been fully, fully covered. Like I've been adopted by a woman in, who met me in 2017 and for years has just always treated me as her daughter. I've moved apartments, my clothes, my cases, everything is still at her house. It is always wow. home. I leave a lot of my stuff there. When I'm traveling, I'll be gone for months. I'll be in South Africa and I'll just go with a little suitcase. My stuff is still there, right? Okay. Through my life as well, right? That has happened for me in Thailand. It's happened for me in Boston when I was living in the US. Last week, I interviewed on the Money Magic series, Laurie. Laurie has been one of my dear friends. And when I was struggling with depression and super suicidal, she was there every step of the way. She would come visit me every week. She would come wow. with groceries. She would come with vegetables from her garden. I was never left stranded. So there's also that, right? And the way that I look at it as you share the story, your mother had you, right? It may not be the hundreds of people that she helped, but she had you and money showed up for you regardless to be able to keep going home every two weeks. You didn't struggle. You didn't do any of that. So sometimes grace shows up in many forms. True. True. So I've learned that. And I live love in India. And I'm just like, I don't know where home is. My phone has died. All I know is the color of the house. I don't know the street names. I just know by default. I've had people walk with me, get on bikes with me, looking for where I'm supposed to go, where I live. You know, that has always been my life in almost every country. I have, I've learned that I am not alone. You're not alone. It's true. I am not alone. So even if it's, it's just one person, I have never touched wood through the grace of God or the universe, whatever you want to call it, ever slept on the street, ever felt like, oh my God, all is lost. So your mother in her giving, sometimes it come, it came through you. You're, and you're, you're, you're right. Sorry. You are right, because even the other day I was talking to my aunt and my my mentor, I've got a woman who's yeah. mentoring me, and then I was saying, you know, for the past 20, 2019 and 2018, I used to go home, I would fly home, literally every two weeks. And you know, yeah. if you, you are now, my mom was on medical aid, but it was not yeah. comprehensive, so we still had yeah. to supplement. But we never lacked. I'll always have money. Yeah. So I was even asking yeah. this woman, so where's that money? Because I'm no longer <laughs> going home. 
I should be having, you know, money, like, flight to Bloomington, a return ticket is like 3,000, it means 6,000 yeah. a month, plus whatever amount oh. of money I will, where's that money now? Because those <laughs> things are no longer there. So when money showed up, it really did. Yeah. It, it really yeah. did. Up until the end, I wouldn't lie, my God was just, you know, taking yeah. care. I was never depressed. I was never yeah. heartbroken. I was just okay. But only yeah. like just when we laid him to rest, all these things yeah. just came back. Like, yeah. I remember it, it even is traumatic. Like, but, you know, for 18 months we went through it. There yeah. was never a time where I could have sleepless nights. Like, you, yeah. where would we get the money for A, B, and C? Yeah. Chemo is very expensive, painkillers, and yeah. all those things. But, up until her last breath, she had everything. So wow. I am still in awe of the universe. I'm still in awe of what God did for us. So yeah. Wow. I am in awe as well. I am in awe as well. So, so what I want to say for people who are the extreme givers, right, is that we can always ask. We can always ask the divine, right? We can always just have faith. And sometimes you may have helped hundreds and thousands. And then at the end, it's only like two or three that are there. And that's enough. I was not looking at it that way. And I think now it makes sense. I was thinking about the numbers. But like you were saying, even through me, there's also another guy. He's not related to us. That guy was there for my mom, yeah. day in and day out. Wow. One person and my aunt. Wow. And, yeah. I, you know, then I was very angry. Like, but where are these multitudes of people? But now that yeah. you are explaining it, she only needed the three of us or the four of us. And yeah. everything was covered. So yeah. kindness somehow of people who never even benefited from her generosity, yeah. you know, was well yeah. there, and yeah. I'm thankful. Now I'm seeing it, you know, yeah. in that light. Like, like I was yeah, looking for I help as well. It. Yeah. I think about it too with my mother, right? I spoke about how we had no food, no anything. My mother's uh, greatest ask from the universe was always that we get the best education possible. We went to some of the most expensive schools when my mother didn't even have money to buy bread. My dad, my uncle, they stepped in. So her intention that she asked for, always above all else, was fulfilled. We got to university. She had no money. I remember one day I had to pay rent. It's one of the memories that comes up as one of my deep money traumas. I had to pay rent at UCT because I wasn't living on campus. And it was just when I did the math, it was easier to stay off campus. Um, And so I went off campus and I needed 800 rand for rent. I was working my way through UCT and had three jobs. And I was short of maybe like um, 400 rand. And I called home and my mother had to go around. She was selling Isimbiza like herbs for 10 rand, which is less than a dollar. And she was going around. And guys, my mom is a qualified nurse, right? She eventually went back to work. But life is such that things happen. And you don't always, you lose your career path, you lose things, things happen. So then um, 
she had to go around to so many people collecting these 10 rands. And I remember being so stressed because the landlord wanted the money like now, you know? So like we needed to pay the rent. So for 400 rand, I was like in the midst of stress and we didn't know where it was going to come from. But my whole point is, yeah, things, but the point is like her greatest intention and her greatest wish for us, somehow the universe took care of it. Like, I mean, we got that education. We got educated in the way that she'd always dreamt. She just didn't have the money for that. Because, and I, the way that I see it is that through her giving, it came back like her greatest intention the universe gave it to her, but not in the way that she thought. You know, like my father stepped up, my uncle came to the party. So there were people that stepped up and said, we're going to help with this. Wow. So sometimes it's not, we don't receive in the ways that we think. That we can. Oh, I had a lot expect. of time to think about this. Yeah. I reflect on this a lot, right? Because of the work that I do in Wealthy Money. And when I hear people's stories, it's often that, but it doesn't make the trauma any less painful. For my mom, because she doesn't do this work, it is very intensely painful. That realization still hurts her to her core, right? So it's still very painful. It is. That's what I'm saying. Maybe now I'll be able to, to understand it a little bit better because I have been holding on to the fact that where were these people? And it's yeah. a conversation that I have even with like cousins, my very close cousins to say, hey, yeah. you know what? You'd have people around your mother, but they never showed up. But, but I've never thought about the people who were actually there. I thought about the people that somehow I thought they owe her to show their kindness. Like, you've been kind to us, now it's time. And like you were saying, life doesn't work like that. Life has its own rules. It It has its own rules. And here's the truth, is that oftentimes it's the people, it may be people that we never ever thought of that will come to save us or to help us. It may be the complete opposite of the people that we had in mind. Life showed me that at a very, very early age, that sometimes it may be just the stranger that you met a month ago, who now becomes family for the rest of your life. life. You know, I've seen this, like I feel like if there's one thing travel has taught me, it is that. Like I have met people who are strangers, because when you are in a strange land, you fall sick. There's no one there for you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that I'm alone. Like, I've seen it. Like, I remember I was like three, four months in South Korea, did not speak South Korean. I got a crazy cold. I got a fever. And I met this woman, the South Korean woman on the road. We had just talked and we uh, sent text messages. She's now really a very close friend of mine. Her name is Crystal. (laughs) I'll have to send her this video. And like literally a few weeks after we met, she's like, where are you? Would you like to go out to lunch? And I'd just been sick two days. I said, no, I'm sick. Did this woman not go order to make it her mission to always be there 
to make sure that I was wow. Then she became family. Like I wow. lived on the little town that I was living in. We swapped numbers, and she's like, "Yeah, maybe we'll get, we'll get some lunch once. Like maybe we'll have uh, some time." And then she called me on the day when I was so sick, I couldn't even make myself food. And she in brought food. She brought everything. And like throughout my entire illness, she was there. You know, it was insane. This was a stranger, but that's what I needed at the time. She came wow. and she helped me through that. Like I didn't have family there. I I had just moved here. I didn't have friends. I didn't have time to make friends. I was still, you know, finding my feet. But here it is: the universe sent someone, and it could not. It. Like it was just the most random thing. I have so many crazy stories like that, so many, and travel has shown me that. So we need a such book. A thing is crazy. We need a book <laughs> on your life. Please, because <laughs> I normally listen to you, and there's so much. There's so much that you know. I'm hoping you are writing this thing somewhere. <laughs> One day I will share, but I think for me, it's just become so much a part of my life that what it's taught me is to, I think one of the things that I had to learn in this lifetime was how to let go and forgive. And when I have experiences like this, it shows me that there is grace, that I am looked after, that I am held, and to have faith, you know? So, you know, I'm not Christian or anything, but like what it is, like my belief is that there's something so much bigger than us. So bigger I have that truth, that faith that even, even in my worst times that, oh, if there's no one here, that means that this, I'm okay. I can go through this on my own. That's why there's no one here. Because the times when I have truly needed someone, someone has always been there up. from strangers like literally my whole life is like this you know like i've been last in vietnam i remember one day just like sitting on the train at the train the train had left i didn't know how to get there a random guy came and said hey you sound like you're lost in vietnam i shared this on instagram <laughs> i shared it as it was happening, happening. in way and the guy oh, said wow. hey you're you're looking lost here where do you want to go i was like I've actually uh, just booked an Airbnb in uh, Hoi An. I'm heading back to Hoi An, uh, but there's no more trains to Hoi An. And I've, uh, the place that I've booked is fully booked and I've already paid for the Airbnb. And they're telling me that it may be like a day or two before I can get a, a train ticket. And then he's like, oh, I just so happened to be heading to Hoi An. What? Do you wanna, <laughs> do you wanna come along? I was like, took my bags and was like, there we go. That took all of an hour to sort itself out. And what? I got to Hoi An, to my Airbnb on time, got myself sorted, life. Like, true story. And the crazy thing, guys, if you go on Instagram and you look at this, you will find it there. I was detailing the story as it's happening. As it's happening. <laughs> wow. Because I was just like... It happens all the time. Clearly, I was supposed to go to Hoi An according to the universe. My time in Hui was done. I had gone to Hui for business purposes. It was done. 
I was now heading to Hoyan to finalize some business stuff. <laughs> and it happened. It happened. And it, it took happened. an hour. I didn't cry, didn't scream. I literally just sat. I just sat at the train station. I don't even know why. I was just like, oh, well, let me think. Something will happen. Welcome. And that's how I've always and lived. It yes. Yeah, I was just like, something will happen in the process of I will be stressing. I will be stressing. <laughs> Vietnam is not my home, right? So what else was I supposed to do? It's not like South Africa where I can call people. So even if I had to call my friends who are in Thailand or should I call them? I have cried. Sitting there crying. Like, why are you crying, sister? Like, I don't know what to do. I have to be yeah. somewhere, like, you know. But I, I think it also takes time and experiences to just know that life sorts itself out. I think True. we're used to, to planning and to thinking and to strategizing and, you know. Give, like, allow you, space for magic, right? That's what I keep saying. <laughs> allow space for to, magic. I have to do things like this. And that's why every time when you, 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 you talk about uh, how we want to be perfect, uh, before and I, I want like I, I want to meet you like Evangelio. Oh, please <laughs> just keep quiet because it's like now you're pointing at me. Vow of perfection. Which but brings me to to my next question. Which are the three lessons that have been like wow for you that have changed so much for you in the course? Why three, though? <laughs> you can say more. You can talk about more. <laughs> Let's see. This one is not a lesson. Like the bank account challenge. Bank account challenge. I think it gives you. Like, honestly, whoever I come across, I always encourage them. And I keep track who joins. Like, okay, you say wealthy money in Tonton is expensive blah, blah, blah. And I was telling them I was lucky when I was doing the bank account challenge. Remember, it was free. It yes. It used to be so free. Us, the universe <laughs> really, really blessed us. So mm. even that the friend I, I was talking about earlier, I was telling yeah. him about it. Like, if we had this conversation a week ago, you would have spent yeah. this, little, this little money and you'd be so curious to go to the, the bigger one. So, yeah. bank accounts challenge at all costs. It's <laughs> something that really turned my whole life. You, you don't know what it did to me. Hence, now, <laughs> I'm aware, whenever everything is happening, I listen to my breath work, like, what does mm. this tell me? And then the mm. body sensation. And if you mm. were to tell me before 2017, that the body tells you when you are going through something, I would have said, uh-uh, there's nothing like that. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> and I, I always find myself, and I, I, I always find myself doing lesson zero. Mm. Mm. Connecting with the divine in money meditation. My spirit yes. of money takes many forms all the time and it yes. always links me to my paternal side of the family 
Yes, I, wow. I, I always, it's one, I, I'm not sure there's something to me, with, with me, mm. about lesson zero and yeah. lesson seven. And yeah. I, I was even laughing that now we have 22 lessons. <laughs> Where have I been? Because <laughs> with me, I don't do things one, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. Like, somehow my spirit tells me, like, I know yeah. they go to they go to meditations, yeah. they go to lessons. So yeah. connecting with the divine divine in money meditation always yeah. was wonderful for me. And yeah. now I've joined in the releasing money and anxiety meditation. <laughs> <laughs> I think people think I'm crazy. Discreetly. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing I always think like, oh, are my neighbors hearing me? I don't think so. And ever since now, I've become aware of, like I told you, sometimes I think I've taken up after my dad, but yeah. also certain family members. I think my ma my mother was one of the calm and if I were to define somebody who knew when to say no, she was not mm. stingy, she was not overgeneralized. I always mm. think I wish I'd just taken an ounce of her, but I haven't. Yeah. But from, I, I don't know how she managed to divorce herself from how she was raised up. So mm. now I find myself, ever since she passed on, I go into lesson eight, healing yeah. the inner teen and inner child. Like yeah. you've seen, I was telling you when we were growing up, my dad used to yeah. And then the number yeah. of things that will seldom come up. So I, yeah. I navigate lesson seven, lesson eight, lesson zero, bank account challenge. I'm one yeah. of these people. I write, I write money letters. I don't know how many I have. So when I die, people are just <laughs> going to laugh. I do. And I was telling her like, I'm not good with being consistent like other people, yeah. but yeah. don't fa don't fault me on writing my money letters. Even yeah. yesterday, <laughs> as I woke up, because we had this award thing when we were presenting. Yeah. In the morning, 3 a.m., I had my white candle, I prayed, and then I went back, and I'm like, hey, we have an appointment today at 12 for me to... <laughs> Like I write, I write my. So actually, have you gotten the news about the award yet? Thursday. Thursday, okay. I can't okay. make a report. Wow. I, I'm not scared about it. That is my money, yeah. money. Please leave my money alone. It's my money. And <laughs> you know, the ultimate, and that's how money has shown up in my life. The ultimate yeah. is that if. It happens that it doesn't come to me. Give me two two weeks. I'll double that money. Somehow, I don't know. That's how my life has always been. Like, and hence I'm wow. saying to you, there's magic in how... Now, I remember I told you a long time ago, I think it was in 2018, that yeah. when I was doing the work and I was honest, you see the other thing, sometimes you don't get honest, and I was honest mm. myself and I will just yeah. break down and cry and I will stand yeah. and I do the work. Not, mm. you know, sometimes you browse through it and I sit down and do the work. 
a manual just yeah. to show up. Like I was even saying I'm a magnet. And I was yes. listening to you the other day talking about renovating your your yeah. your mother's house and so forth. I did yeah. the same. I, yeah. I I managed to renovate my mom's house inside wow. and I made sure that I gave her a shower, a new shower, bathroom. But wow. in addition to that, I also built like another house on the site in the same yard. For whatever reasons, I just said I'm going back and I didn't use any loan money. I didn't like I was just financing it as my mom was going through team. I managed sure. to there be a time when I was angry because I had to go home and there was a project maybe of 10,000 that I have to do and I'm like yeah you see now I have to go home and 10,000 and I'm not going to get mm-hmm. it. I just go home and like my mom comes first because my yeah. mom was she was my best friend like I don't know whether yeah. when you have lost a mother who was supportive all the way whether you heal but it's not like I'm broken yeah. but you know the thoughts yeah. and then I go home take care of her come back the 30,000 will come up saying 10,000 10, oh. times three I don't know how it works I wish I had a formula to eat but I'm saying if I'm not getting my money on Thursday it's not a transmit <laughs> something somewhere it's cooking and because i've also started doing the work as well and yeah. then it thanks to pel you don't know how pel push me like every time i see a pony i'm like can you stop pulling me <laughs> like i'm not seeing me class like dude i told you i'm running away from vendela because No, the last time when we were doing was it the income challenge when the first yeah. time we do the EFT tapping I was yeah. sick for days. <laughs> <laughs> I was so yeah. sick for days. And yeah. Like, what is this thing? Like, <laughs> like what was happening? This is why uh, because I think initially you know when you start to just do something uh, yeah. subconsciously so Yeah. And I think a lot of students are like ah, it's vanilla and like she's always weird like now she's brought something out let's go. And then she was like no mm-mm. this one this is the one that's going to kill us every time they think this is the one that's going to kill them. This <laughs> we were starting and then we're talking I'm like but where are we doing this thing? I hear you know the resistance of new things. <laughs> Yeah. EFT, we know EFT to be in the banking language, man. <laughs> But I was busy doing it. Just yeah. the last 10 minutes. Me, after that, <laughs> I just slept like on my bed, flat with my stomach. I was like, sure. <laughs> like, so, you know, these things, they happen, man. And... <laughs> But did you not create an extra a new stream of income during that income challenge? I did. I did. Did money yeah. not show up for you? Was it not worth it? And I'm telling you even with this interview I'm thinking Vanilla is a magic like you take me to places I never want to go and I was trying to explain like you don't understand sometimes I stay away from the cause because for instance for the first time today i spoke about how mm. disappointed i was in how people treated my mother 
But if it's something yeah. that I spoke to to my sister and my aunt, and yeah. when everybody else comes up, I'm just okay. It's like it's not a big thing, but it has always been a big thing. So you have that thing like of taking out the pain, the trauma. Now you know. So I would say to other people like I, I don't want to do vent work. I don't want to talk to Vendile. And every oh. time I do that. I know after this session, I'm going to cry <laughs> for whatever reason. Sending lots of love. And after it crying, happens. After crying, I know I'm going to write something here. Yeah. And after doing that, I'm doing my meditation. And lo and behold, sometimes these things doesn't come in the form of money, mm. but they come in a form of gifting, I was telling my sister that Saturday a friend of mine mm-hmm. has been a friend for I mean, 12 years and you know when you are supporting mm-hmm. somebody and you are not aware that you are supporting them he was going through some stuff at work long time ago yeah. so yeah. you know we will talk we will... and then he also got like a big deal and chunk of money and then he called me and like told me I'm going to send you 10,000 rand in two installments of 5,000. And I'm like, ah, when I don't trust you. And it's like, on Monday, that was Saturday, ne? He said on yeah. Monday, I'm like, even two years ago, you promised me 1,000 rand. And he's like, that's why now it's 10,000 rand. Sunday, oh. I'm minding my own business. I'm cleaning. Ting, 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 ting. 5,000 rand. SMS says, show me. I've done half of the money. The other half I'll transfer tomorrow. Just out of nowhere. We haven't spoken maybe for like six months. I was like, Evan. So now I have to that I didn't. So there's some gifting that happens. Sure. Yeah, no, money loves you, sis. Like, we we can't argue with this one. (laughs) And opportunities. I might open my email. Maybe they've advertised for something. You you will never know, but... Not that we don't go through struggles, we go through the struggle, but I've now seen that actually there's a relationship between, I mean, an emotional connection between us and money. When you treat money like a dear friend, you become content, you become okay. If it doesn't come, it's okay, it doesn't come, but you're not looking okay. When you see Vanilla making it, you don't get bitter. You don't get angry. Yeah. You, you get inspired. Yeah. So, yeah. but don't and in fact, that bitterness, the anger, the envy, the jealousy, those are triggers. That's where you should be like, I have more healing to do around the money. And why, that's like signs that there's work to be done. True, true. So, yeah. True. So, like, honestly speaking, the work is doing... Now, maybe I would say, for those who are willing to to do the course, you don't come with a purpose of, you know, attracting money. You come just to work on your budget and, you know. But I don't know how we were living before 2016. I'm still trying to get my sister to do the work (laughs) because she doesn't understand it. She thinks I'm telling stories. (laughs) She thinks I'm telling stories. So I was saying, I no, no, no. When, I remember when you told me 
the very first uh, inbox my peer sent me out of the blue after the apartheid museum she just said sissy if people had been telling me these stories that the things that are happening in my life right now i would have said no they're just lying i would have just said they're no, making no. things up it, it sounds it sounds like that and if you remember <laughs> just out of nowhere yeah. then yeah. back then i don't know what it might have happened even if i didn't yeah. meet you i don't know but i'm linking yeah. it with that occasion somebody comes yeah. up and say we've got a group of diplomats who are coming they need yeah. to be trained on this and you are the go to person a person who was referred by another person and then i'm yeah. like no but i'm too little to be trained in diplomats and then they asked me how much i want me i said 15000 rand for two days it was okay because it was not even the whole day and then we spoke yeah. if you remember very well we spoke yeah i'm like <laughs> maybe because i'm meeting the big boss because now we had to 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 meet and yeah. talk about the program and then i just said yeah. i'm you know i'm just going to ask for 25000 just to see what will happen yeah. and we meet we talk and then i say hey you know i thought uh, the 15000 you know but when i'm checking this the amount of work that i have to put in i have to increase my fee to 25000 it's like no no problem it's okay <laughs> <laughs> like no resistance no negotiations but then we are thinking maybe i should even have said food <laughs> i'm like is it is it because of the work or but i know if i haven't done the work and i think i was even combining it with what level used to teach to say you must yeah. ask for what you believe you are worth you shouldn't just yes. be doing things because and there's two rent coming in if you believe your work yeah. is 10 rent those who know your works value is 10 rent they will show up yes. but those who want yes. to negotiate move on like yes. that's now how i approach life i tell you 50000 yeah. you say i don't have it and i'm like cool when you have it we'll talk or you can go like yeah. it's like when we're shopping i decide today i go to shop right because i can't yeah. afford a particular yeah. rent it's it's one wow. and the same thing and that's how i how seriously now i've taken myself i've said no to some wow. projects unless they speak to my heart if they speak yes. to my heart and there's no money I'll even volunteer to do them but otherwise yes. if it's a business kind of thing i'm able to say my asking price if you're telling me about vangile is cheaper go to vangile i i can't do it and this is yeah. as a result of what i've learned like know yeah. your worth just know your worth and yeah that's it it's as simple yes. as that yes yes i think also as we do the work what happens is we start to change our not enough stories our not good enough stories so how we show up in spaces starts to shift you know like you were talking about the perfectionism that i keep triggering everyone in the student group guys cuz i've been on this tip about the vow perfection where i'm like sure like my tears like i don't even want to hear this you know it's like i'm like show up as you are as you are as she hey i made just put your price there and just go for it as you are like no like they tell you 
You, you believe you need to do ABCD as you are, show up, as for what you want. There is no extra to do. You are enough as you are. And once you grasp that, I think for most of us, once we grasp that, that there is no, like if I say I want X amount a month, I want X amount a month. And I think I've, cho- I've taught you guys through Jane's story, right? Where everybody is like, oh, Jane needs Jane. to make this chili. Jane must first, to, for her to earn a minimum, like a salary at the level of a graduate, she needs to go get a graduate a degree. A degree for what? I was like, no, she wants this money now. She should be able to get this money now as she is. She doesn't <clears> need <throat> to go get a degree. Her soul wants this money now. That's why she's asking for it. And it's happening. It's right? happening. Jane is doing the things. Yo, it's, I wish she's her doing the things. She is doing the things that we are scared of doing with yeah. our degrees and our honors <laughs> and our masters. And that, that's why, hey, the, the vow yeah. of perfection, Vanilla, I need to get that thing right. Like, <laughs> you are stressing me. There are so many things in the pipeline. Even when people ask, I'm like, no, I'm still setting up. And, you know, like, and no. one thing that I'm even struggling with as well is I, I always tell people, like, sometimes you are saying these things because you are my friends. If you were, to be honest, I'm not that good. And there's a bit of, that. that's what I'm saying, sometimes it's, not everything is perfect when, when mm. we are imperfect human beings. There are some mm. areas where I, I try to be as invisible. You see, where just today I was talking to you about what I'm oh. doing, but yeah. I really don't talk about what I'm doing. Exactly. I don't talk about the boards that I sit in. And wow. even my mentor, when I was telling my mentor, like, I don't think, you know, I'm good enough to be, and I think that's when they advertised mm-hmm. the deputy public protector. And my, my mentor is like, why are you not a friend? Like, no, I'm not on that level. Sure. Like, and it's like, Matsi, do you know how I envy you when you make contributions in our meeting or when you critique my work? And I'm like, oh, you're saying this because we're a nice person. So there's some, some areas that I really need to, to work hard on. Yeah. That I really yeah. need to, to work hard on and to believe when people tell me that I'm good. Even yesterday yeah. after our presentation, yeah. I was nervous. I, and my mom taught me that the day I stop being nervous, I should be very worried. My yes. interview is like, the day you stop being nervous, get out of that job. It means you're no longer respecting it. So at 1 a.m., I write to my teammate and I'm like, I can't sleep. I'm nervous. It's like, the presentation is good. Please don't change it. Yeah. And then I presented. And then after that, my WhatsApp came. My colleagues were like, yo, Matsuye, you are multi-talented. Your presentation. Wow. And I was thinking like, maybe wow. I just be nice. They yeah. said, like, I received 17 WhatsApp in a space of 30 minutes. Wow. Um, from my colleagues telling me, like, no, please send us the presentation. We want to see your guide. We want to see this. And I'm wow. like, yes. 
There are other people, and they were telling me, you don't yeah. know how good, and, and I, I, I actually like saved those messages yeah. and I sent them to, to my sister to like, this is what people are saying. But yeah. some, I, I don't know why I always do that to myself then. Mm-hmm. Some I believe like, ah, because, you know, we are all in the same space, we're friends. They just needed to say it. But people yeah. are kind outside and people... <clears throat> like you are always saying your tribe people are supporting yeah. and yes. i think if i made mistakes people would have said no correct yeah. but somehow yeah. like because i also like playing yeah. i i sit in the corner please don't disturb me and be as invisible as as i can yeah because I, I it's safe it. right invisibility it's safe. is safe so safe. on the lessons that you love move on to lesson 19 not good enough and vows of invisibility it's time That's and what I'm saying. There, there is a breath work meditation just for the vows of invisibility it's yeah no it's it's a huge part of us and a lot of the not good enough especially for women and in particular black women it's ancestral that we carry right mm-hmm. so it's been embedded into us from women way before us like centuries and centuries ago and then it just gets passed on so it's like you know you know how we uh, whenever i'm on facebook and i'm always going on about the patriarchy and like i'm always like if there's one thing men have it's the audacity the liver the audacity (laughs) but we hold ourselves back you'll be like oh my god but where does patriarchy get this audacity when women are so brilliant so many incredible women and most of us will be like no but i don't measure up for that pose but someone will have like like sometimes we look at patriarchy and we're like oh but this guy only has maybe one or two qualifications i've got nine for that post nine out of ten but we'll look and say that one disqualifies me they'll look and say that too Ah, that too qualifies me and that that mindset is what makes the difference so it's about healing that that we carried for ancest for like through um the ancestral lineage and collectively as women in particular not to say that men don't have a deep not good enough story it is there especially for black men because they've also experienced deep oppression right mm-hmm. but patriarchy they've got like the one thing that also saves them is patriarchy while well, doesn't save them but like there is that male ego which is a real thing which also helps mm-hmm. a little in this process you know so sometimes we want to say it's just the system and it's just patriarchy as to why men out earn women but actually when they looked at the stats and sometimes when they started doing more of the research they found that it, we disqualify ourselves from um from opportunities and also when they were asking us for salaries women took the first salary that was being offered and we always chose and we always when they asked us what our salary was we often or whenever they ask us still till the day what our salary is we often ask for the lowest the lowest even like so you even if you have a phd we'll tend to ask for entry level 
Whereas what they found with men, a man can be at an entry level and just be like asking for a master's level and just be like, I'm there. I see no. what to do. Yeah, true. So true. it's also feeling that. I should yeah. because it's been bothering me a lot. It is, it's yeah. been bothering me, yeah. Yeah. And it holds us back, actually. Because there are times when we would be offered those positions and offered those salaries, but then we don't ask for them and we don't negotiate and we don't go for those opportunities. Myself included, by the way, like I see it within me as well. That's why I'm so well versed with it. So, yeah. So, Matia, my last question to you is what would you say to people? who are thinking, well, I'm watching these videos, these Money Magic series <laughs> videos. I'm reading Vanilla's posts on Facebook. I'm reading the blog posts. I'm reading the emails. I'm healing. That is the healing work. What would you say to them? You said to me, I think we're off air, and that yeah. uh, the work that you are currently doing, they say it's superficial. I would say to them, they are just scratching. They are not even scratching the surface, man. I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't think. I, 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 I always like. I follow you even on like your your general Facebook yeah. page, and I know you yeah. overshare. And sometimes like, but why? People should just go there, and it's not even five percent of the real work. Number one. Yeah. So, I would say to them, we haven't done anything. It's just a tiny piece of work. Come to mm. the come to the side. For for a number of reasons. Like when you know when I joined, yeah. I think we had ten or twelve lessons. Ten? Yeah. Yes, and then that's I figured true. ten. Like I just think in a month I'll be done. <laughs> I haven't even done fifty, like forty percent of the course. Like I told you, I moved yeah. in between lessons. Yeah. The lessons that I haven't opened. First of yeah. all, the benefit. It it looks expensive. I think if you don't yeah. know that it's for a lifetime, I would say come. Yeah. You see yeah. now we are thinking about a vow of perfection, vow of betrayal, you know all those things <laughs> and the meditations, yeah. a number of them. I think we have shared yeah. a few of them. But there are a number yeah. of them. But I think the benefit of being in this course, and I'm not saying this because I like you so much, I like you, but it's because <laughs> look, I joined 2017. Three yeah. years later, I haven't even finished the course. So if you were saying, yeah. come for here and go out, I would have yeah. finished and forgotten about everything. Yes. And then the work keeps on growing. So I would yes. say to them, if you believe you are healing, you have only healed 5% of the 100% of trauma and of many yeah. injustices and of just come and see the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah. but and like I said to you many years ago, and I've said yeah. it to a number of people who, who joined, and I yeah. use Pearl because we, we speak a lot with, with Pearl, yeah. and he was asking me, and I'm like, I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah. First of all, like I was saying to you, it's witchcraft. I don't know if I was not doing the course, certain things I'll be aware of. Like yeah. I'm now I'm at a point where I'm aware I will not get this because I'm not even doing the work. I wouldn't even do that. 
Yeah. But I know, and you always, even in your video, you say you are also a student in it. You also yeah. go through the same. It's not like we have found yeah. a solution to all the problems. I was listening yeah. to you, I think it was two two days ago. And yeah. they were saying, guys, I fell apart. You know, this trauma, and I'm thinking, but you're teaching us to heal the trauma. How? <laughs> And then I, I understand because it's constant yeah. work, which yeah. so I'm saying if you are just benefiting, it's, it's a good thing to make you curious, yeah. but yeah. your course is a magic course. Like, I didn't like the word magic. I yeah. didn't like the fact that... I also don't really like it. And like, I mean, we all agree that actually it's the healing, <laughs> but we call it magic because no, 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 it's no, better than saying to people... You're coming to heal some deep stuff, hey? <laughs> I know. I remember I come from a Christian background. Yeah. And then I'm here to learn about money and budgeting. And when I know you're telling me about trauma, meditation, like, when are we getting to the real stuff? <laughs> so it's a magic in a sense that we haven't mastered the emotional connection we have with money. Women yes. must this the traumas of the past of our ancestors. Yeah. Uh, because even like I'm saying, I, I was brought up in a very religious family, and then I hear you, ancestral, what, what? I'm thinking, oh, yeah. Hey, no. <laughs> I don't know, I'm fitting. <laughs> and then, no, let's do meditation. And I'm waiting, no, expenses. Prophets, I want to see those things. <laughs> and then I realized those things are softer things. In fact, if you, yeah. if you don't heal, you wouldn't yeah. understand. That's why yeah. I'm saying sometimes when I say to people, money is my friend. And yeah. you know, we used to be, I was listening to you as well. We were talking about Aklale, Kyanemai. We don't like we don't sleep because we have money. Yes. And I'm like, <laughs> but money is the root of all evil. Like yeah. you know, and the, we we start yeah. to talk about money. If yeah. we come to wealth, and this is also where you find comfort. I don't post as much as I should. Yeah. But I, I, I follow other people's work and I will just sit there and like people are supportive outside. People can yes. share ideas. People can tell you, yeah. no, don't do this, do this. I've experienced, yeah. like, it's, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure how to explain. It's a safe space to be. Yeah. It's a space yeah. for growing. It's a space yeah. for understanding different traumas. We, you might be thinking, you know how we always say, hey, can I bet like and now it's can I bet like? That's how we speak. Can I live yeah. like a revenge lessons? And then you're thinking like there are certain things that we have to hear. A whole yeah. lot of them. And the fact that the course allows you not to finish, to go back and forth when you think we're finished yeah. and then now there'll be some yeah. thing, income challenge. And I'm thinking, hey, <laughs> income challenge. Like there's so much. There's so much. There's so much yeah. to do. Yeah. So guys, come home. <laughs> And then oh they, should God, come, God. they should come home and I'll do with them um, a devour of perfection. Yeah. <laughs> they join me with that. That's where they will start. So that's it's nice. We'll all just <laughs> so yeah. uh, on the general 
Facebook page or on your video, it's a good start. But I think yeah. it ignites a whole lot of interest for you to yes. want to be in. So come home. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really is intense. Like even with this current bank account challenge, I was like, oh, my own work is defeating me, which often happens, right? Where like, I'll be like, I'm going to start a challenge. And then halfway through, guys, I'll be like, nope, this has traumatized me. We need a few more days. This is, I'm not, I'm done. Like, I need a break. I ran away. Like, I, I ran away. <laughs> I ran away and Carol was calling me, Sassy Twain, I'm like, I have a meeting. <laughs> so I'm like, honey, I, I'm not, I'm not coming. Oh, I need a break. A darling, hey, she, she shows up. She shows up. And it's hard, but she shows up. That's no, she amazing. does. I always say, just give me 10% of your dedication. <laughs> no, I, I was telling her, like, Pearl, you want to see me broken? I was there on Thursday. And then he said, if you think Thursday was hard, Friday was worse. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm glad I was not there. I'll watch the videos. I'll finish. Don't worry. I'll finish. <laughs> but it's a very interesting space. Um, yeah. My God should just bless you then. Don't get tired. Don't get tired. Don't be impatient with me. I'm back. And no, I never uh, get impatient because I know this work. And like I said, I am a student of the work. I go through my own like, guys, now I'm just focused on pleasure and traveling. Y'all just have to hear my insights as they come. I am not doing the course right now because I know what that feels like. And we do need those breaks. We do need downtime. But I wanted to say, guys, what Mathia was referring to about the superficial work is my uh, astrologer recently looked through my chart. I was telling her, she was like, you're living your best life. And I was like, no, according to the astrology chart, I am still, I'm only now starting to live my best life. The times before then, when I was traveling and doing things, the last few years, guys, you must know, according to my astrology chart, I've been going through things. I've been goishing. I've been in struggle mode. So I'm telling Matia that actually, Oh, the astrologer said, wait up until June and see what happens to your business. June 2020. You'll understand that you've been in struggle mode. So I like, so I've been like, no, Shane, this guy was on point. But then he also said to me, oh, you think you're doing healing work now. It's sweet, but actually your best work is about to come when you turn 48, people are going to start being very scared of you from the time you're 48 up until you're dead. That's when you start really showing what healing is. Right now, you're doing healing work. It's cool. Keep doing it. But it's superficial compared to what you'll do once you start getting to 48 and as you hit the later years. So apparently... The, uh, what we're going through in the Money Magic course is, according to my chart, superficial. Doesn't feel superficial to me. It doesn't. <laughs> like, doesn't feel superficial to the Money Magic students, but apparently when I hit 48, guys, the best of my healing will start coming out. And in later years, that's when I'll really, really start shifting humans. 
and helping people really break through. I'm like, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <laughs> so we'll see. But Matthias, this was so much fun. I feel like we went so deep and I feel like we healed so many people from this interview. And um, how do people get hold of you? People that <laughs> want to talk about the course, want to talk about the work that you do, how do they get hold of you? Uh, my name is Matsuyene, and you write Matsuyene with double M, double M D T S I E. So yeah. on Facebook, I'm Matsuyene Moki. On yeah. Twitter, I'm not big on social media though. <laughs> on Twitter, <laughs> I'm Matsuyene underscore Mooki. Mooki is M double O K I. And then yeah. on Insta, I'm at Matsuyene Moki. And then my email is Matie, Matie with double M, 1972 at gmail.com. And yeah. we can talk. They, if they awesome. of asking, they can, if they're scared of asking you about the work, they can private me, DM, I tell them. If they want to ask about my work, I'm here. I'm here to yeah. serve. I'm here to serve. Yes. Oh, I love that. I'm here to serve. Same. So, guys, thank you so much for joining us. This has been amazing. It's been incredible. Thank you, Mathieu, for showing up and for just your vulnerability and honesty. I feel like what keeps amazing me about these interviews is how vulnerable and how honest everyone is willing to be. So this has been incredible. And guys, if you're listening to this, it's resonating with you. You're like, I want to be part of the Wealthy Money Magic course. I want to be part of the bank account challenge. Hit me up, DM me, or get on the mailing on the waiting list or register for the Money Magic course over at wealthy-money.com forward slash money magic. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash money magic. Thank you, Matia, once more. And thank, thank you, Money Magic. Thank you, Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you find this podcast helpful and enlightening, please can you do me a favor and go leave the podcast a five-star review on iTunes or leave a comment on YouTube. And of course, share it with your family and friends. I would really appreciate it because it would help other money magicians who are looking to change their relationship with money find this podcast, which would really make my day. Also, as a bonus, if you're interested in changing your spending habits, I have a complimentary ebook for you. You can download it at wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Again, wealthy-money.com forward slash workbook. Have a fantastic day further and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Money Magic Podcast.